Hey, welcome to the Foster Fathers Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Kyle. And this is a podcast all about foster care, adoption, and fathers. We hope that you feel welcome. We hope that you feel that you belong. And we're glad that you're here to share this time with us. Let's go. Welcome to the Foster Fathers Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle. (laughs) And I'm Chris. Co-host, dude. I, I couldn't do this thing alone. I couldn't do this thing. By this thing, I'm not just talking about the podcast. Yeah. You know, I'm talking about foster care. Ooh, good I intro. Could not, I could not do it alone. Nice. Yeah. I think uh, we're going to spend the next two episodes talking about our stories individually. Yeah. yeah. A little bit more in detail. Yeah. And uh, You willing to go first? Sure, man, I guess. Okay. Okay. Bring the spotlight in closer, dude. We're having a grill session. Come dude. on in. Come on okay, in. Okay. So we touched on it a little bit last time. Your yeah. name is? My name's Chris. Chris. Uh, married 10 years now, dude. Decade. That was just last uh, week? Last week? Yeah, Two de- weeks. A decade under the influence. You know the reference? No, I don't know. Oh, what taking, does that mean? Taking back Sunday, dude? Come on now. I'm not quite as gnarly as you. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, married 10 years now. It's kind of gnarly. Okay. Um, we have four kids somehow. I don't even honestly know how that happened. How many bio kids? How many? Two and two, dude. Okay. Well, Two biological, okay. one fully adopted legally. Okay. That's our daughter, and um, one foster kid in the home, um, half sibling of our adopted daughter. Yeah, and so yeah, kind of a gnarly situation. But let's back Unexpected. up. Yeah, let's back up here. Um, yeah, first, first kid by happy accident. Okay. Like absolutely, our oldest is amazing. Yeah. and um, but he um, that started the chain of okay, we're gonna do this. Let's be parents. Yeah. Let's start a family and. Yeah. I've always probably wanted a big family. I come from How two big? kids. How big? I mean, I, I want to fill up a Volkswagen bus one day. My goal, one, is to own a Volkswagen bus, and two, and have it to be full of kids. Uh, but my wife, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> fully endorsed. I fully yeah. endorse at least a Volkswagen bus Oh, come bus on. Let's go. Dude. That'd be sick. Absolutely. Um, How about you and I fill it up with our kids? That already happens. You can leave the wives at home, yeah. and uh, you and I can just cruise. People might make okay. it the wrong idea like they did at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> We got mistaken for uh, it happened once. They thought we were a couple. Yeah, hey, nothing. And we are a couple Just of a dudes. Couple of what is the question? <laughs> couple yeah, of bros. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, so four kids. Yeah, uh, oldest, and then we kind of just experienced some. Um, I don't know, infertility, some miscarriages, some yeah. stuff that yeah. wh- like okay, wait, why isn't this happening as easy as it did before? And um, I think that just opened the door for us to really consider something like adoption or foster care, something that. So at that point, adoption wasn't. No, ad- adoption wasn't yeah. wasn't your 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 first thought. Well, Tracy and I dating. Yeah. Pretty early on, okay. thought I'd love the idea of adoption. That was just a over thing. Over a decade. Yeah. It was over a decade. Ago. Yeah, we're okay. dating, so like yeah. twelve years ago. Yeah. Um, that's something I feel like I don't know. Maybe that's on our heart one day. Sweet. Um, but who knows what even what that means, right? So. Um, it's yeah, easy to say when you you're 18 20, or you're 20, 20 something, you know, 24, yeah. 22. I know families that have adopted siblings yeah. and yeah. I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Yeah. The thought of giving someone a home that didn't have one before. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. So, um, then we were just like, okay, maybe that's our sign here, I guess. Um, let's just open those doors and, you know, as a dude, um, a miscarriage is a heavy thing and I, I full well admit that I was terrible. <laughs> um, my wife and I have since processed this, I believe, at least on my side. Yeah. But my my wife had a few miscarriages, and it was, like, the worst thing ever. Yeah. yeah. And I was that's like, hard. yeah. Yeah. And that is, yeah. if you're a dad, that's the absolute worst. If you're a husband, sorry. If you're a husband, that's the absolute worst thing. Yeah. Not and, be present. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, 
we're Christians. And so for me, I was like, well, maybe God had something else in mind. Right. And that's like such a, I don't know, spiritual dummy way to say it. You know, honestly, I mean, fundamentally, I think you believe it. It doesn't take away the pain of what what your wife was experiencing. Yeah. Yeah. She was experiencing. And that, in a sense, was the worst thing I could say. Yeah. Like, okay, so God is the one who did this to me and walk that out. But anyways. um, so that answer. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I think fundamentally I believe that. But it's not the right way to operate. Yeah. Emotionally, I suppose. Feelings, feelings are real, and they they're not always. Be. They're not always. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. You got to be careful with them. Uh, and so, from there, we opened up the door of foster care and adoption. Um, well, really, foster care or adoption, really, obviously. Really, and so foster care is something you knew about barely, all along. barely. No, okay, barely, yeah. But at least was a term. Yeah, you were aware. Yeah, of. totally. When, yeah, you start experiencing oh. some, you know. The, the, the standard expectation, mm-hmm. first kid, second kid, third kid, yeah. kind of went off the rails, and you guys went foster care. Yeah. Popped into your brain. Yeah, foster care for okay. what – I don't even remember who brought it up, my wife or I. Yeah. And um, before you knew it, we were signed up for classes. Yeah. And we figured, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. We could sign up and see what happens, yeah. and um, we could always say no. And something that I know, uh, at least in our state, Idaho – you can't declare foster to adopt. It's not something that right. you could say. But pretty early on, we had a great, we have a great caseworker um, and social worker, and we've very quickly on hinted, very quickly hinted, um, if if permanency was an option, we're really open to that. Yeah. And whether they do it on purpose or not, our cases, the ones, everyone that we got calls on, were like t- rights look like they're in question. Yeah. For these kids and permanency for life yeah. is an option here. Yeah. And so we need you to think about it. And I don't think you know this, but we got a call. Um, our son at the time was three turning four, mm-hmm. and we got a call for mm-hmm. two kids, three and six. Um, and that was like a pretty, like, this is a lock-on uh, adoption. Huh. Um, and we wrestled what happened? for like... Three or four days, like hard, just talking it over. Like that's all we could yeah. talk about. Yeah. And uh, fundamentally, just decided. And this isn't right or wrong, but for yeah. us, it was. Uh, we we want our son to be our oldest. Okay. And that was just let's like let's jump into that, uh, into that more. That was time, but that's a, that was hard. Yeah. That was like, weird to think about because on the other side of a phone call, yeah. uh, you know, we we get these phone calls as a kid. Bombarded. bombarded with phone calls yeah Yeah. and we get it's a kid we have four kids living in one bedroom we still get bombarded with phone calls and emails and text messages i got a text message yesterday yeah we got one on we got one yeah and i was like oh dude i'm sorry um (laughs) but um but on the other side of those phone calls especially when you're you don't have a placement yet right our kids yeah and they were like dude um this is like a there are kids on the other yeah. side of that call. Yeah. This is a lock, hypothetically, yeah. to have an adoptive family like you've asked for. Yeah. Why not? And we said no. And it was like, okay. And then, uh, funny story, my wife went to Ohio where she's from with our son. Yeah. And I'm thinking, dude, bachelor, dude. I want to go to movies, like play golf, do whatever I want to do, hang out. What, what's everyone doing? I'm free, dude. I'm a yeah. bachelor. <laughs> and uh, we get a call and That's it says, great. yeah. <laughs> We get a call for a two-year-old and a six-month-old. Wow. 
And they're like, hey, not only um, rights are in question here, not that that fully mattered to us, but um, we need a home for these people and we need them now. And I'm, I go from like bachelor week, dude, single dad. to single dad. <laughs> I'm like, wait. And so I call my wife and I go, dude, you're not going to believe this, but there's a placement and it's our so parameters. Tracy's in Ohio. Oh, yeah. And so we are, um, we get, we're, I'm feeling this call and yeah. it's like, it's a two year old, a two year old boy, two and a half year old boy under, yeah. again, under our parameters. Yeah. And a six month old little girl. <laughs> and I'm like, Trace, this is the, this is this is what we were asking for, right? right. So, I gotta say yes. And she's like, "You're gonna take these kids in by yourself for the first time." Let me, l- let me ask this. Sorry, just yeah. not to, not to totally interrupt, but that is my job as yeah. the, as oh, the yeah. interviewer. I guess, huh? Who's the natural? Who's the more natural caretaker between you and Tracy? I mean, if my wife hears this, I think she. I I would think she would agree. I think it's me. Okay. No, no. Oh man, I'm about to get in trouble. Dude. <laughs> Is it 50-50? It probably is. Mine's clear. Mine's clear. I'm I'm way more nurturing than Jessica. Jessica's great. She does she is an yeah. awesome mom. Yeah. But I'm much more, you know, the the, the stereotypical mm. hug, hold, rock, likes sure. to touch, likes to cuddle. Yeah. You know, those are those are more tendencies that I think that I struggle that that, that that I am natural with. Yeah. yeah. My wife would say that I just have a higher capacity. Remember. Yeah. Okay. Um my wife is a capacity oriented yeah. individual. Yeah. Yeah. She's so talented, yeah. amazing, yeah. but she's very aware of her limits, yeah. and I am not aware of my limits. Yeah. Well, I'll be like, dude, why can't I do 16 she's different things at once? Exhausted. And then exhausted. I'll come crashing down to earth, exhausted, and she'll be like, well, duh. Am I manic depressive? Oh, <laughs> yeah. no, I just burnt just, myself out. Yeah, I literally day. don't have yeah. the brain, the limit. part of yeah. my life that goes, <laughs> you should probably just pause a little. <laughs> Even this, we have four kids each, and we're starting a podcast. <laughs> why would we do that? That's the illogical. <laughs> and I called the placement worker the other day. I was like, hey, if you can't find a placement for that four-year-old, oh we my. will take them just temporarily. Kyle just is in a two-bedroom. Jessica, yeah, don't yeah. listen to this. I did not call her. I called her. <laughs> well, and honestly, in our story, um, we I took the two in. Right. And it, okay, so Tracy, you, you, you ended up taking them. Yeah, so same she's... Same day? Same day as they called you? Oh, yeah, I forgot that part of the story. <laughs> Well, and then my wife calls me then, like a couple hours later and goes, hey, I'm going to go hang out with my girls. My wife grew up in, in Ohio and has some of her best friends. They're all there. Um, she's like, I'm going out hey, with the gonna girls. Want, you're going to want to lean in close because this is when it gets good. Yeah. Well, she goes, uh, hey, I'm about to get wine with the girls, but um, I'm late. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, like Uber? Like the Uber yeah, was late? Like you're or just what? like, no, she's like, no, <laughs> I think I'm pregnant. After years of trying. It's like we're not even thinking about it, and it's like boom. So we go from one to four kids, really. I we had we had we had some friends, uh, probably six years back. Yeah, same thing. Try and try and try and try and they bring in two foster kids. Boom, mm. pregnant. There's some country song that everyone was like, "You're like that one song." So let's do it. There's a lot of country songs. There's not just one country song. Well, there's like one about like uh, get pregnant and adopting at the same time. Anyways. Okay. So we get uh, these two so kids in our house. Tracy's on the phone with you. Yep. And I'm in Fred Meyer, which is a local establishment here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, department store. Very local. Too. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, what? So we have one kid, and now we're taking in two, and, yeah. and now we're pregnant. That's our first case. And we're like, okay. That's stupidly hilarious. One to four in the span of yeah. 24 uh-huh. hours. 
So we took uh, we took the two in. Tracy's okay. home in Ohio okay. for another week, and okay. so I'm bonding with these two kids yeah. like without my wife. Kind of a gnarly experience taking work. them to, How to you daycare. Took time off work. How'd that work out? I don't even think I did. I think this they had the weekend. Yeah, they had their daycare all situated. Yeah, I don't work on Friday, so I got them on a Friday. So I had Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. I just took them with me okay. to church and I checked them in. I'm like, who are these kids? <laughs> these are the kids. <laughs> I don't know, they're, they're kids. Um, it, it starts to become normal, though. At yeah. first, everyone's like, wait, you, hadn't, you yeah. didn't have any kids, and now yeah. you have two kids. Yeah. And then they yeah. start to just expect it. Yeah. Like, oh, there's going to be kids Randos. coming along. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's awesome. And so, um, and honestly, the two kids were great. But we had a, a kind of a hard time with the older boy. Uh-huh. And uh, six months and two and a half years old in a foster care situation yep. is, a, is a gulf of time yeah and so it, there's a whole bunch of trauma that's manifesting in this two-year-old kid yeah and so he's hyperactive he's gnarly bouncing off the walls yeah. he's uh you know disruptive dysregulated. there's a there's a part of that that that's just a two-year-old like i'm very aware of that i have one you currently have, i'm not aware yeah of one. I, i've never had a I've, yeah I've, I've never had a two and a half year old that's, that's our young, our we'll young, talk about it in your episode a, yeah our youngest was a month before three but yeah that's going. crazy yeah. uh so that situation is hard and then bringing in our son home right he comes home after a week with grandma and mom and um now there's kids and my kid is amazing like levi is so social my son my biological son and um so social he's like i have buddies at home now it's amazing yeah um and yeah it, well that's wild to relive some of those situations Did you were you able to and i mean I'd say this question, realizing you can't fully prepare a sure. four-year-old was what he was at that time. Yep. But did you prepare him? I mean, what did that conversation yeah. look? I mean, I guess Tracy, mm. at the very end, Tracy was saying, hey, when we get home, there's going to be siblings yeah. here. There's going to be other kids living in our house. Yeah. But what did that conversation look like? I mean, um, explaining adoption and foster care to a four-year-old is quite the task. Yeah. Um, but essentially, we fundamentally yeah. said this kid has no home. Right. And we'd like to give him one. Yeah. And so uh, I say this when it comes to how could you do that to That's your it. kids? That's it. Yeah. Um, I, we get that question because for whatever reason now, we are people that people ask about everything. Well, yeah. foster care and adoption too. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't do that to my kids. And I would say like, I mean, I'm so proud of the son I've raised yeah. because of what he's yeah. experienced and the yeah. perspective he has on life. Right. And what other now six-year-old knows there are people that need tremendous help right. at his age. Right, the perspective that that brings. Yeah, and, and he's definitely got his shortcomings for sure. I mean, uh, my kid's not perfect. I'm not saying that. Turns out he's human. But, yeah, turns out he's human. But, um, Me too. but we, had a, we had a hard go there. There are a few seasons where he was violent. Yeah. Um, we, he was violent with our son. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. you know, a little bit more aggressive, I should yeah, say. two-and-a-half-year-old, three-year-old. With point, our, yeah. yeah. And trying to talk through like he doesn't fully understand what he's doing right. stuff like that uh right yeah playing that whole situation out eventually we end up on a court hearing call we, we've we've known and talked to mom pretty regularly and there's a dad in the picture for the older boy okay the dad for whatever reason maybe how far in are we at this point six six months six, six months. Okay. eight months in okay. um okay. and dad's aware dad was made aware dad finally took a paternity test Thankfully, um, after he figured out that, oh, I have a son, he, yeah. he did the right thing and, up. Good for him. and said, okay, if that's my son, I'm coming. 
telling my boss. Right. We have a court hearing on Zoom, and um, I got to peel off for that. But then I also, like, very real realistically could have to leave and do whatever the judge has told me to do. And so we're on that court call. Mom's in the Zoom call. Guardian ad litem. Mom. Everybody. Just for people listening, because there will be some people who may not be in the foster care system and some people from other other states, places that don't know. What is a guardian ad litem? Uh, An advocate for the kids. So uh, independent of everyone. Third party. Not paid. Not state. Visits the kids um, once a month, checks in on their well-being, and doesn't even, honestly, um, for lack of a better term, care about the mom right. or foster parents. Right. Just about mm-hmm. the kid. And then when the judge asks, that person writes a court, yeah. writes a write-up for the kid yeah. on his behalf yeah. or her behalf. Honestly, it is such a thankless position. It's unreal. I look at these. I, we, we've, had, we've had two fellers that have done and our, our kids' court advocates and mm-hmm. at guardian ad litems. And, th- I mean, people know we do foster care. I get applauded. I get patted <laughs> on the back. I get I get recommended, you Which know, blah, love. blah, blah, blah. But these guys, nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing, and yeah. they're they're doing it. Oh, and, yeah. And, and they – Pro bono. Yeah, pro, not for, for totally free. And it's it can be a lot of work, yeah. you know. Um, fortunately, and, our, our, case, our, our cases have been pretty simple – you know, but but on on there was a couple moments it was busier, and these guys were coming to visit us. This one this one guy on our first case, at one point was visiting us every week, sometimes twice a week, just Jeez. because there were so many changes happening. At yeah. once. But sorry, keep going. No. Guardian ad litem. So we're all we're all yeah. on this Zoom, and um, essentially it comes to the point where Dad's like, "Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I've done everything I need to do. I'd like to take my son back." Wow. And and. Uh, we had kind of a few days notice. So he was he was dad of the son, not dad yeah. of the daughter. Yep. Okay. Got, yep. It. Yep. got it. Good clarity. Yeah. Um, and so he's ready to go. And yeah. we had our caseworker gave us heads up. It looks like everything's shaping up to where he will go home. So maybe begin to pack the bags. Wow. Which is a weird feeling. Yeah. At same Zoom meeting, I am giving um, the boy back. Yeah. I'm about to hop in the car and drive. He lives four hours away. I'm driving two hours away. We're meeting halfway. Wow. Yeah. It, it's funny in the moment you don't really think about everything that's happening. Yeah. You're just yeah. you're just rolling. Right. Especially me, as the dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do we got to do? My wife is like feeling every emotion, like yeah. the weight of the world, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. All right, time to load up. Let's go. You have to be flexible. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Have to be flexible. Yeah. Totally. So in one moment we gained a daughter, but we lost a kid. Right. Uh, and so. Since then, we've reunited him. I drove him two hours away, Twin Falls, where we're That was your kid. I mean, that was your kid. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And and honestly, I'll, I'll get into some therapy I had to do after. Yeah. But um, because we're dudes and have no idea what's happening to us emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm driving. And if you know me and he, I like to Facebook Marketplace and eBay and side hustle. I'm trying to be Gary V. Um, but I drove, we drove to a gas station. My mom, of all people, came with me. My mom, my mom, Tracy had the other kids, and my mom is like, what are we doing? And we're like, we're, we're reuniting him. Right. And I thought maybe this is a moment. He's got like three or four bags to his name, some clothes. He's two and a half. Right. And we drive two hours away. He falls asleep. So like our last moments, he's just zonked in the back. Wow. And uh, then I wake him up, and I'm like, hey, buddy. 
oh, here's your dad. And like give him a hug. And the, the dad shakes my hand and says, thanks. And then leaves. It's like a Facebook marketplace meetup. That's like wow. what I felt like. <laughs> wow. Maybe the first time this kid yeah. ever met this guy. Yeah, probably. Uh, well, I guess we had facilitated a few meetings. He had made the okay. trip. That's right. We came out and Guardian at Lightham came. That's right. And met us at a That's park right. and we all... Okay. We had some McDonald's, dude. Okay. There's some, yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. And I uh, just hung out. So, Pro- a little product yeah. placement. Is that product placement? Dude, I, I am loving it. Just kidding. I'm trying to get those that bag, dude. That bag of double double cheeseburger. Yeah, what a stupid thing to say. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got to make it a little fun, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's real here. We're real. So, fast forward back. Yeah. Um, fast forward back. So, we... um. We come home. Drop his little dude off. My wife is in mourning. Yeah, and I maybe didn't even know that I was, but um, I had been. It had been complicated for me because, like I mentioned earlier, he was a little violent. He was a really tough kid. Yeah, because of some of the trauma, you can't really project that on the kid. Right, he had nothing to do. It's not him. It's his trauma. But it's just what uh, he was rough. Yeah, everything was hard. Bedtime was the worst. Um, he would lash lash out, act out, whatever. Um. So then I end up in therapy for a little bit, in a good way. I think it's a very healthy thing, and so it's necessary. Oh yeah, it's necessary. Um, I need to get back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we all do. Better help sponsor us. That's the big one. <laughs> We're just fishing. We're fishing. We're just you know, Bass Pro Shops, <laughs> uh, Nike. Why was that least fitting? Yeah, dude. I said bass. eBay. I said fishing, and then Bass Pro. Sh- yeah. You- Okay. All right. Anyways, can you adopt kids through? No, that's a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> through eBay. Oh, <laughs> I can't say that. Anyways, um, yeah. So we come home and um, if they'll let us. If they'll let us foster, they'll let anybody foster. Yeah, that's actually that's a pretty good Facts. point. All right, your turn. Um, so we um, Tracy's in mourning. Tracy's in mourning. Yeah, I ended up honestly just having hard moments. I didn't even know. I mean, this was your first run through, mm-hmm. and right? honestly, in a lot of ways, my first grief. Right. Um significant grief. yeah yeah and since then you have had some some moments but um i mean people die right yeah you're you you, you and expect, i hadn't even expect, had that happen okay so yeah um, you expect you expect grandparents yeah. aunts uncles yeah. uh-huh. you know even along the way maybe some friends that, sure you know the, the, we have so stories and scenarios there's not stories and scenarios for hey there's this kid regardless of how he behaved he lived under my roof for six seven yeah. months yeah. yeah and now he's gone he was yeah. a daily part of your life. Well, and, and now he's gone. And in his, and his being, yeah, it was loud. It yeah. was chaotic sometimes. And you come home, and that's just not there anymore. Right. Our biological right. kid, pretty well behaved kid, yeah. pretty chill, yeah. and a baby. Right. It's quiet. Right. That's crazy. Right. There's a gap. Yeah. So I ended up in therapy for a little bit, processing yeah. some of that. Any big takeaways? Yeah, absolutely. What was the lesson? Could you um, give me two lessons learned? Uh, my big struggle was why I was doing something good hard. Hmm. And um, I, all I, my heart was good. I wanted yeah. to do something good. Yeah. Why was yeah. it hard? Right. And it was just a flawed thought of that something good should be easy. Right. That's not right. always true. Yeah, you earned your reward. Yeah. And then the other thought was uh, um, you did a good thing. Someone needed help and you provided help. Yeah. Like that's like boil it all the way down. You need to understand that a child needed help. Right. He would, if he was falling, he would have hit the ground had you right. not caught him. Right. And that was 
a relief in a way. Okay. I don't know how to okay. describe that. Okay. Anyway, so fast forward, my wife is pregnant, uh, grieving. Yeah. And we now have clarity in this fact that we are now legally adopting right. our daughter. Right. And so. A high, high and a low, low. Absolutely. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah. All at once. Right. And so we. Um, Very paradoxical situation. Which is foster care. Yeah, complicated. <laughs> yeah, and so we then walked this out, and I think we had a few more months in our state. We have to do six months in home before we right. can legally adopt. Yep. Um, and so we had a... F- um, That's where we're at right now. Yeah, well, six months um, since the court for us. Mm-hmm. So we had essentially six months. Okay. Um, and so we ended up adopting in November a couple months ago, a couple years ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, <laughs> the day she adopt- we adopted her, she was... Most pissy she's ever been. <laughs> she was like just not having it. The spectacle that it was. Yeah, it was so funny. That's our daughter, really. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I genuinely believe, and this is probably backed by science. Science, bro. But kids don't have logical thought. Right? Even adults, some adults don't have logical thought. But this, yeah. kids, it's just it's an it's an area of their brain that's not developed yet. Absolutely. So it's all off of feelings. Yeah. So when you introduce big feelings, big situations, yeah. they react purely off of those feelings. Sure. And so in that situation, I'm sure, you know, she, she she's not experiencing logic of this is the best day. This yeah. means this I have security. History, yeah. I have security and I have family and I have love. Love, you know, guaranteed for the rest yeah. of my life. She's just feeling feels and and it just disrupted yeah, her yeah. whole being yeah i mean i i, I guarantee it <laughs> yeah so that's that's i mean how we got a daughter really yeah and um you know and like thankfully she has been um other than a pretty sassy little girl you've yeah. you've experienced this yeah uh she she is devoid of a lot of but see um, i'm like i'm like uncle so i just get all the, yeah, the fun experiences no. She does so have so cute, so cute. <laughs> she has some dysregulation stuff that yeah. uh, we have a couple, couple. We have a couple ahead of us, um, similar situation, mm-hmm. um, and um, we did have we did have drug exposure yeah. um, to, with her in the womb, so um, yeah. that may play itself out eventually. Yeah. Yeah. But as of now, other than a few moments, she's a normal kid, yeah. and I use the word normal loosely. But right. um, and then. So here we are, happy family of yeah. now four, uh, soon to be five with Ezra, our second biological kid, right. born. So our daughter's a little bit older, right. our biological second son right. is a little bit younger than her. And then... So a- adoption was before... No, we had we had a little guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have... Uh, I was there for that. I just yeah. felt like a whirlwind for me. I can't imagine how it felt for you. Yeah. So there you go. And then, so we're a family three cruising along, okay. trying to figure out what foster care looks like moving forward from yeah. there. I yeah. mean, they, thankfully, they kind of suggested we take about a year off of um, anything, an active live-in case. Mm-hmm. We could do mm-hmm. respite if we want. Mm-hmm. We had been pretty involved in our church about yeah. helping others come to know foster care right. and all that stuff. And so... Um, right. Shortly after that, um, dude, I'm in at work on a Wednesday. I remember this. And I get a call. I'm in a meeting. I get a call again. And I'm like, no, it's, I'm busy. It's unlisted yeah. number or a, a number yeah. I don't recognize. And when you're a foster parent, that normally means someone, someone to stay at your house. 
Um, but then I get a call. I get a call. I have those numbers saved now, yeah. by the way. I mean, there's there's I a don't. few placement workers. I saved them. You're smarter yeah. than me. Um, <laughs> I get a call, get a call, get a call, and then I decline, decline, decline. I'm in. I'm doing something, and yeah. then I look at my my handy dandy Apple Watch, and they go, "Dear Christopher, um, we just had a baby born, biologically related no. to your adopted daughter." This is insane. Yeah, biologically on a, related on to a your same mom, same mom on a Tuesday, half brother or on a Wednesday. Sorry, on a Wednesday. Boy, wait, sorry, boy, girl, boy, little boy. Yeah, half uh, brother. Yep. Okay. And uh, they go, we need to know pretty quickly, please Whoa. call us back what you'd like us to do. And so I call my wife. She doesn't answer. She's also in a okay. work meeting. So I, kn- <laughs> I know some of the lead up, but I'm yeah. just, you know, for, for, for bringing this information. The Wednesday you got the call, did you have any no idea, idea that your baby's mama no. was pregnant? Which is unreal. Right. That's a little bit of like, how did we not know that? That's I mean, a, that's, that's, a, did that's 10, a, mon- 10 months and nobody <laughs> could disclose that information? Yeah, that's like a, yeah. She came, she obviously got pregnant outside of prison okay. and then got incarcerated okay. again. Okay. okay. And then gave birth and then about uh, 24 hours later and went back guys, to jail. You as an adoptive parent of a, a, a related sibling are first pick? Yeah, totally. Okay. And we're um, legally we're the same as the closest family you can, right? Because we have a sister. First rights or refusal. Yep. So they're like, we really need to know what you want to do. There are probably, I mean, uh, I say this flippantly, but no, there's a long list of people who are looking for babies, right? Um, for whatever reason, right. whatever perception there is that that's easier, right. right? I can speak for myself that that's not necessarily true, <laughs> uh, but um, I think there is a more cohesive, complete feeling of having a baby. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, the you fact that you've never had baby. a baby, I've never had a baby. Yeah, since and you've never had a kid below the age of two. Gnarly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then now we are currently in the midst of now back in contact with mom. Right. You know, it's it's raw and fresh right now. When you uh, went to pick up this littlest dude, yeah, did you get to see mom? Uh, no, we've actually still never met her in person. Got it. Um, got it. Yeah, but we Whoa. walked in and um, we had to drive four hours to to pick him up. Okay, so you get a phone call on a Wednesday. That says yeah. by Thursday. Well, we we said well if the answer's. Our answer is yes. So right. we said yes. My okay. wife in tears on the phone. I could hear her trembling. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, the answer is yes, right? Like, absolutely. We didn't really tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> My parents were like, hey, dad, I'm on the way. Guess what? Um, so uh, so we're on the way there. And then. Uh, the answer is yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I remember say. my wife saying, I said, this is the situation that we said. Remember, we've wrestled with what what's next for us. Right. Because. My wife being a capacity woman, um, we're at the limit with three kids, right. especially the little littles. It's a lot. And so for us to um, say yes to another baby right. is a capacity pusher. Right. And so we um, we eventually say yes, obviously. I remember her saying, well, obviously, right? This is what we have. We have to do. Yeah. So we have a little guy with us yeah. still. That's okay. three months, four months ago now. Yeah. And that's us, dude. Yeah. So... We're back in contact with mom. Okay, so four kids oh. living in your house. Uh-huh. And two dogs and a wife and a bunch of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it'd be cool to spend, and I guess I'm teeing up my own question. Yeah. But what's something that, what's the takeaway here? 
yeah. you guys hearing my story what's yeah. the takeaway for you like what what is the like macro lesson <laughs> i'm trying to think of it for Man, myself. i mean a co- i mean unexpected the unexpectedness to, you know and, and the the demand to be flexible mm-hmm. um i think the heart of just struggling to say no you yeah. know it, it's yeah. good it's it's one of those double-edged swords one side is like yeah cutting through and, and creating that pathway on the other side of this might cut my head off yeah. you know and like you were saying you don't know where you don't know where the back end you know yeah. you, you don't know where the cliff's edge for chris is yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah it's like uh chris is like the little wily coyote you know running mm. off a cliff's edge and all of a sudden he's like 14 feet out yeah, like, oh, over, wait what oh, crud and he just falls out of the air yeah. you know yeah, i mean yeah. that's um i mean that's that's there and I mean, I would say, if you're if you're a foster dad yeah. and you're listening to this, yeah, uh, be encouraged in the fact that when you're doing something good, it's still going to be hard. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's normal. Yeah. And I know that sounds probably super simplistic yeah. for most people. Yeah. But I needed to hear that that uh, doing something good that you maybe feel called to, right. led to, right. still requires a tremendous amount of absolutely uh, hurt, pain. Right. Yeah. And that's it's hard to hear, but it's just it's, yeah. uh, you know, don't that, grow weary in doing good. That that paradoxical feeling that something so good can be so hard, mm-hmm. right? That something you know, and and we'll touch on this a bunch throughout this this whole podcast, but it's not all it, it's not all beautiful. It, but yet it, it is. It, 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 but yet it is, right? Yeah. And that, it, but I mean, the 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 the, the ugly backside is, you gain a daughter, mm-hmm. this lady loses a daughter. Yeah, you know, and 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 yeah. maybe you know, maybe I'm a touch of a of a realist or pessimist. Some people sure. might say pessimist. Um, although I do have a very optimistic um, disposition, but you know, it's 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 the things that I think about, you know, is, and that's, it just stuck out to me is, you know, this feeling of losing one, losing one kid, gaining one daughter, you know, losing one, losing a boy, gaining a daughter. Um, but I also think within gaining that daughter, that, that there's a broken situation that she's coming out of. And I, I just think that that, that awareness is, is huge to have, you know, um, and, and necessary and, and it makes it hard. Yeah, it makes yeah, it hard. There's absolutely. no, it's, it's, there's no easy emotion. Yeah, and and you're 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 stuck in it a little mm-hmm. bit, you know. Um, well, here we are, dude. We're in the yeah. middle of it, so I'm yeah. sure you hear more about it. But I think that's a good place to end the episode today. Okay. So episode two is in the books, dude. Okay. Uh, Kyle's story is next. So like we said, okay. uh, if you're foster father, obviously we'd love to have you like and subscribe and do all that stuff. You know, you're supposed to do. Yeah. But hopefully you found this useful. Maybe you're encouraged in your journey. If you have questions. I think we have an email, dude, fosterfatherspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up. We'd love to know. We'd love yeah. to hear from you. Again, there's probably still only two of you listening. So thanks, wives and moms and everyone. Yeah. Thanks for listening. So, Mom, peace. you have my number, but for everybody else out there, give me a call. It's 208.